0: Hi guys, <laughs> welcome back to One Drink In. It's New and Chloe. I am feeling a little. I don't know if I'm sick or if it's allergies, so my voice is gonna sound extra annoying today. Sorry guys. Oops. So Chloe, that's <laughs> when I make noises. It's okay. I, we're, what are we drinking today? We're just water. both. We're both hydrating. One drink in with water. Today. One drink in.
1: We've really. We uh, really.
0: My relationship with alcohol has changed quite a lot since the last year, so <laughs> not as many fun drinks this time around. I feel but like it's more okay.
1: manageable. We're doing more health and wellness drinks.
0: Thing or love that for us. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, so we got a lot going on (laughs) in the world. So I feel like as a dating podcast that talks a lot about relationships, sex, and just those types of topics, I think it's important for us to recognize what's going on with the potential of Roe versus Wade being overturned. So let's just go into it a little bit and kind of explain what that could mean. And I think a lot of that has to do with knowing what life was like before Roe mm-hmm. versus Wade because we kind of take it for granted. It's all we've ever lived or known in our lifetime. Okay, so Roe versus Wade, what that was is uh, in 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court basically made it that the Constitution protects women's freedom to get abortions without government restrictions. And so prior to that time, it's very shameful to have sex. There was no sexual freedom. It was to get pregnant. The 60s is when birth control first came into the picture. Mm-hmm. And that was when it was a little bit acceptable to have sex for sexual pleasure versus like to get pregnant. Right. And so I think even during that time when all of that was happening, sex was very shameful. I mean, we feel it a little bit now, I think. Like, yeah. there's definitely still like for women, for men, no. Like, I think for men, it has never really been shameful. But at, for women, it has been.
1: Yeah, I, de- I would agree with you there. But it's definitely been something that's... I think glossed over, you don't, Mm -hmm. we don't really talk about sex. um, We don't really, and it's shameful, I think too, if you do talk about sex publicly.
0: But so basically before Roe versus Wade, obviously abortions were not legal. So what that meant was people were having these back alley abortions and it was super unsafe. That sounds terrifying. When they say like the coat hanger thing, that was real. They had to figure out other ways to get abortions. Yeah. And it was out of desperation. And so with this, everything that's going on, that could be our reality again. I think people need to realize how dangerous that is to take away the option of having legal abortions, Mm -hmm. safe abortions.
1: Well, they'll resort to something more extreme if they need to. Yeah,
0: and I think we kind of think like, oh, it won't happen or like I'll be fine because I'm in this state. Most likely what will happen is certain states will be able to ban it and you can kind of look up what those states are and whatnot. But back then, it's people were having to find these organizations or groups or places that they could go to to have these illegal abortions. So it was super dangerous. So, like, when you're thinking about this topic, you have to think about, like, okay, would you want your daughter to have to potentially have these, like, back alley abortions like would you want that to be like the future for your children or whoever your loved ones like that is like what that could look like
1: yeah because I think it's something that you definitely should be hyper aware of but it's something that you may not really fully understand or consider until it's happened to you or it's happened to someone someone you know yeah, yeah near you and completely affected you in that way
0: yeah like birth control condoms they're not foolproof they're not guaranteed that you're not going to get pregnant there's situations that come up and whatnot so yeah we have those options but it's still important they're to keep hun- yeah
1: i know somebody that got pregnant off of an iud like it can definitely happen
0: so basically what had happened was there is a leaked document and it was saying that majority are in majority of the supreme court is ruling in favor of overturning Roe versus Wade. I think it's fair to say that majority of the American public is in favor of terminating pregnancies at some point. I think the dispute is between what that time frame is. Like what at what point people agree on it just it's what's like sad and scary is people have to realize before Roe versus Wade people were literally puncturing themselves and getting infections and risking their lives because of this no one's doing that because there's obviously like a desperation aspect to it people aren't wanting to do this it's not anyone's first choice right like no one it's just like it's crazy I think people need to take out religious and political views into it and even personal views and think okay realistically We're in the, the benefits of having this in place yes. yeah
1: the witty idiot gave a different perspective she, he was like stop abortion at the source vasectomies are reversible <laughs> make every man make every young man have one when he's deemed financially and emotionally fit to be a father it'll be reversed what's that did the idea of regulating a man's body make you feel uncomfortable then mind your own business I mean I know there are a lot of quotes out there but I found that to be so fascinating because like vasectomies are something that no one really talks about there's no punishment on the other end not saying you know what I mean just kind of a more extreme
0: yeah I mean I think it's it's, and it's kind of like interesting because obviously men have I wouldn't say benefited but have gone through something where they needed someone to get an abortion or asked someone to get an abortion and it's Mm -hmm. like where are those guys now you know what I mean so if you're a male where do you stand and how are you supporting women in this issue because you should care even if you think it doesn't affect you because it does
1: it definitely affects you yeah you're the counterpart here
0: but yeah I mean it's just it's scary and people should be paying attention and aware of what's going on and care like you should care but I just think it was important for us to talk about it as a sex dating podcast yeah. that when we talk so freely about sex and for a long time, it was so shameful to be open about yeah. this type of stuff.
1: I definitely think it's a, it's a heavy, more heavy subject. And I feel like you're very, also very educated and opinionated on the subject, given your women's studies background, which I think is great and understanding that. And I think we've all been affected by. Someone Uh, personal, or to your point, where it's like this could be you or somebody in your future, yeah, or your children that would have to deal with this.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I know people who have had to do it, and it's not—it's not easy. I watch them really struggle, and I can't imagine being in that position to have to make that decision. Or like, I'm extremely empathetic thinking about even like you know what I mean. No No one's wanting to do this. No, not at
1: all. And need we need to find a better solution to this. What I saw, I saw a TikTok of a girl leaving Planned Parenthood and her Uber driver, you know how there's always people outside Planned Parenthood like yeah. yelling and she, the Uber driver was a female and she blasts that Pop yo pussy like oh this, and I was like, "That's so fucking cute." Because she was like so supportive, yeah. Of, you know what? Whatever she was going in there for, right? You know, it was just like the shamefulness that the people outside of it's, yeah, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. There will still be organizations. There will still be women's rights groups that are going to be finding ways for women. I even think back to the first time I got birth control because it wasn't something talked about in my household, and I remember I went to like I could never go to like, my regular doctor to ask yeah. for it. You know what I mean? So, and I went to a women's clinic and that's how I got my birth control. Yeah. When you're at that age and you don't have someone, you need to have those resources. And so it's always good to have those women's groups that are available and having those options. But it is scary to think that it could be a lot of people's realities to have to do it illegally. Yeah. It's really fucking scary. When was the first time and how did you get birth control for the first time? I
1: mean, I was on birth control pretty young, but mainly just because like, I mean, like my periods were so fucking bad. Did you
0: just get it from like your regular doctor Um, or was it a conversation you and your mom had? It was to the point where I was
1: missing like three days of school. Well, yeah. Because my periods were so bad that like So you I, kind of never had, had to like
0: have the talk for Weirdly, why you're getting on birth control. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was kinda like it was kinda weird. We never talked about sex. I also went to a Catholic school growing up. So there were two guys in my class and yeah. we never
0: talked about sex. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel we like were, sex education is also a big issue as it's well. It's like No, you just don't There's have not sex. The, No, but it's like,
1: you might as well like educate the kids on what's happening instead Mm -hmm. of being like, you have, you have to be um, abstinent. And if you're not, then you're sinning. And it's like, that's not, that's not the way to
0: handle it. No. And And it puts shame shame on it too. When you have, like, when you learn it that way, you feel like. You're like, I'm this sinning. Is, this is, like, a bad thing to be doing. Yes. This is dirty, whatever. Also, I think we were talking about, like, one time we talked about how it's so weird to think about, like, who's teaching us about this in high school. And yeah, who, who like, taught you? Mine was a health teacher who, I mean, she was a female and she was, like, mid-age or whatever, but I'm like, I wouldn't, we would never want, like, some weirdo, like, creepy dude or, like, you know what right. I mean? It's like who's gonna be like the, the one guys to- went to one room the yes. girls went to
1: the other and then you're like okay everyone say penis yeah. really loud it's just like it was weird so weird it was that. it would be more relatable if it was somebody that's closer in age that's like let me actually answer your questions and like be open about yeah, it yeah and, and you like don't no, to one, make it weird. no one's
0: gonna like ask questions at that age you're already in an awkward period you're of so your life and you're like yeah. I mean, no one's gonna be the person to raise their hand and ask anything or talk about things yeah but i feel like i don't know I what it's now though i wonder if it's changed at all like what people i feel like no that's idea. a question
1: for jill because she's a she, teacher she's yeah. a teacher that and a she's question. really close with her students because she's
0: like middle school age right eighth grade
1: mm, yeah she's really close with her students too yeah and, they and also are what's incorporated the, in each other's lives which i think is really cool like
0: i also wonder what the like boundary is too of yeah. students asking you know like yeah. if that is someone in their I don't know it's a whole I mean whole even
1: with her going to Coachella like they were like let's see your outfits let's see oh, this God. like did like can you take it's a video so of Harry weird. Styles for me oh my god I'm like, I'm that's like,
0: really cu- that's cute like i was never close with any of my teachers i like was kind of with some never. but it is also funny now that we know people who are our age who are teachers and i'm like wow looking What's back like, my, like, my teachers definitely went out and partied yeah. like I'm they like, were I I wish I wish definitely been cool. was young and cool and yeah. we're doing shit no i agree but i think that
1: it's probably so different now too with just social media and like uh, what kids have access to yeah. like we didn't have access to that shit then i yeah. mean we, like even chat rooms, like remember chat rooms, like when A oh was I M was like, like chat new. room
0: little psychopath. What was your I, chat room
1: name? Like what was your A I M
0: name? I had a few, but one of them was had a few burner. You had a burner account, didn't you? You're like I had a few. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I I want to say it was either Nilo and Stitch or Lilo and Stitch. Like I, w- I did, I think I might have played off of Lilo and Stitch or something, and then I had one that was like Nilu the Fusa, <laughs> what? <laughs> from Madagascar. I saw this uh. other. I literally had like copied it from a girl because I thought it was like so That's cool. A cute, yeah, and so I like did it, and then I had guy friends who would call me like Fus, Fusa. I don't know. Mine was shit. lame.
1: I was just like Kloemeister Seven oh that's like, cute though you know whatever but isn't it crazy how everything's just like evolved like that was yeah, your way of like ASL, flirting with guys age sex
0: location yeah, in like, the chat rooms let be in chat rooms that was a very different oh my time. god my parents hated that, that. when oh. they would like find out any of that shit they would be like no
1: <laughs> oh i had like a time limit it's like all right you're done yeah you know very specific on like i don't know it's just kids have access to everything so differently now so yeah it's kind of kind of crazy because are like the new chat rooms huh I mean, I'm scared for my kids, and they'll be what in the metaverse. Like. <laughs>
0: they'll, be, <laughs> they'll, be like, they'll, they'll be like chat rooms goggles. in the metaverse. Yeah, literally, they're gonna be having sex parties in the metaverse. Like, what's, going on, what's going on, guys?
1: Obviously, we didn't talk about sex really growing up. Why do you think there's such a stigma about like sex, women's sexuality, and being sexy and shameful and like, showing your body? And why why do you think that still exists today, even?
0: I mean, going back to the whole thing about the '60s and birth control and stuff, sex was supposed to be to have a kid like you know what I mean they didn't have the sexual freedom for sexual pleasure it was you know to start a family whatever so if you were doing it for any other reason you were shamed because that was just like at the time how society was and I think as we evolved and as women gained more rights and as women started to become more independent back then you weren't independent the Mm -hmm. way we are now like you can have a normal life not relying on a man now so it's like you know what i mean times have changed luckily but we're there are still things there are a lot of things that are still you know some of those stigmas still exist when it comes to women and Talking about sex.
1: Um, have you seen the Principles of Pleasure yet? On no, i think it's I on Netflix. To. Maybe I don't
0: own any streaming services, <laughs> okay. So I need to I get give ne- you my password. <laughs> Thank you. It's I don't so have good. any ex-boyfriend's
1: password, so I need to- Well, it's very on topic. Just mainly talking about like women's sexuality, and yeah. they do talk about like how sexuality was shunned, and how even in books they never even mentioned a clit until 2005, yeah, and a female the, made that happen. Yeah. And like, mainly what they said in any history books was like when women are sexual, like. And they have sex. Women are the ones who cause diseases, etc. <laughs> it was just all very negative. And anyway, so it's fasting. So the, the principles of pleasure is kind of like a fun. It, it's similar to the goop. God, I cannot remember the name of the goop series but it just talks about the woman's body and how we don't need to conform to the standards the norm of what each woman should be and how like your body is a temple no your body is a fucking canvas show it off and so it pretty much also talks about how to love yourself and honestly men should watch this as well just because it's like here's where the clit is here's what vibrators you need for what things and like sex causes pleasure and pleasure causes happiness and there's a lot of health benefits to having great orgasms and like yeah all that being released so i don't know i found it fascinating it's not something i'd say like watch in a family setting but on your
0: own it's fun <laughs> oh my god yeah
1: how, do you know how many
0: episodes there are
1: i want to say there's like three or four i've only okay. seen two of them but you should definitely I defi- i'm
0: gonna probably download netflix yeah, tonight it's I'm fascinating speaking cool. of
1: netflix and chill oh yeah speaking of netflix and chill
0: What are your thoughts
1: on you're having sex with a guy and then you want to like friend zone him or stop having sex? You like the guy, you think he's great, you think he's cool. This was, somebody asked me this recently. How do you Mm -hmm. go and how do you have that conversation of like, hey, I really want to hang out, but I I don't want to have sex.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. I'm trying to think how to word this. I think it's okay to have you know be intimate with someone and then decide maybe you want to slow down or you don't want to be intimate anymore but still want to build that relationship you know what I mean I think it's just about how you communicate it and being open and being I know we did this and I know that we like might have gotten into this early on but one I don't want you to like I don't want to only be that and I want to like actually get to know you I want to see where this could go and see if it's something more than just what we've been doing and if you want to take a break from that if you want to take like I will go periods without doing anything because I just like taking breaks and whatnot and I will be open about that with people and if they are not into it or not respectful of it then that kind of is my answer on what kind of person yeah, like, that is yeah but if he's like that's cool like we can still hang out then you know like it's someone who's like a cool. decent person like, it, like yeah a, you know obviously, like, yeah. obviously know
1: I have guy friends and like Even some of them I've definitely dated before and it's like I've had those conversations of like hey I really just like you as a person I think you're fucking great and I want to have you in my life but like but there's like the sexual component you know what (laughs) I mean it's just like I don't want to keep hooking up and like and like to be honest those guys took it like champs and they're now some of my best friends because it's like Mm -hmm. that wasn't actually what I wanted I thought that's what I wanted but I think also at the end of the day it's about setting the expectations yeah. um upfront and being transparent which i know is really hard. It's yeah. a hard like hard conversations aren't fun.
0: I think it's just like being open and honest with people in respect for them and for yourself for like both. and not all those conversations are going to go well. Right. Sometimes they're not going to be into it, they're going to be rude about it and maybe an asshole and like again, you're getting your answer that way, so it's like just be upfront sometimes.
1: And <laughs> Sometimes upfront <laughs> is really fucking scary. One of our girlfriends said this to me yesterday that like if she was ever, ever had to be single again for whatever reason. She's going to be overly transparent about what she's looking for. Yeah. And I feel like that is hard to say out loud to a guy or a girl. Like this is what I'm looking for without scaring, scaring them, them away. Because
0: there is a fine line of like Like, when do you do that? Because I think a lot of us try and act like we don't care or act like we're okay with the whole casual thing, which you are
1: to a certain point. And then you're like, okay, I'm starting to catch feelings, but I don't want to like freak them out because, you know, and so I feel like I'm okay to tell people like, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship or like this is fun where it's at. But I think that was probably the best advice that I'm like, you know what, I'm to the point where I'm not going to waste my time if like we're both on different levels of like what we're looking for without being like
0: hey let's get married you know what i mean i think yeah i think (laughs) it's also like knowing you kind of have a feeling if some between the lines yeah you can kind of tell when a guy is probably not looking for something serious and so in that case you have to be real with yourself and be like am i okay with this 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 situation will i be get emotionally attached will i be hurt well whatever and you kind of can tell when a guy is going to be like that and you can also tell when you guys have chemistry that's a little bit more. And I think that's like when if they do ask you what you're looking for, it's okay to be kind of like open and being yeah. like, you know, like it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm trying to date you right now and be exclusive. But if you're looking for something more serious or like, like I'm looking for a deeper connection with someone and not casual fun fleeing, you know what I mean? So yeah. there is a difference and hopefully they'll be honest and say what they're also looking for. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also if he gets scared, I mean, you have to like yeah 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 there's gotta be a certain like cannot be the first date being like <laughs> no
1: but like like don't if it's going yeah, in a, don't, good don't a good place don't romanticize
0: relationships too early on obviously right. but when it comes to I don't know a certain moment you'll kind of know when you got to find like a cutoff point and if he is not into it yes it's going to be hurtful and it's going to be hard but it's better to cut him off and Rip move, the off. move on and be able to find someone who will also match what you're looking for and that kind of comes with and there's leaving a lot someone of, who is not on the same page as you right
1: and you know what dating is a fucking numbers game at the end of the day you just yeah. have to figure out like how many numbers do I need to yeah. go to a talking stage I did this with my girlfriend this is so silly and stupid but like did this with my girlfriend the other day and I was like how many people do you think we put their numbers in And we go out and we meet people. And then how many of those turn into an actual talking phase? And we figured it. We're like, okay, for every four numbers, one is a talking stage. If you're stuck on a guy or a girl, get yourself back out there. It's a numbers game, guys. (laughs) When you're ready, within time. So we got goals for uh, Friday for for my girl on numbers that we need to get.
0: I feel like it's also just like, even when you're out or at an event, just put yourself out there and just say hi and like meet. 5 or 10 new people in a night. Not all of those people are going to be people that you click with right away, but right. of those people you might find one or two and then you can go from there. Speed dating. But you just have to put yourself out there. You have to go up to people. You have to talk to them. And not guys aren't always going to come up to you. So I think it's fine to make the first move. I have made the first move in person.
1: Isn't it? So Neelu and I went to a like a tech networking <laughs> event and it's like so different than obviously when you go out, yeah. but it was like insane cuz I left with like eight numbers and I'm like damn if dating was like this this," where it's like everybody had the mindset to connect connect
0: so I think the thing about that was everyone there is networking so it's not as weird to go up to someone and just say hey it was nice nice to meet you yeah (laughs) if you're at a bar yes but you have to kind of actually though if you are at a bar most people are at the bar to meet people and have fun so going up to don't be scared to go up to someone because you have to think the mindset of like people are out to meet people and want to be approached I mean for the most part if the person is not crazy and weird and like, <laughs> like doing some weird shit, I want someone to introduce themselves to me. I'm open to it. And I think most people probably have that mindset. Thousand. Especially the guys that are going to the bars yeah. to get the drinks. Like yeah. if they're sitting at a booth in the corner
1: away from everyone, they probably don't want to be approached. Yeah. Anybody else? Free game. Yeah. And you know what?
0: don't be afraid of rejection
1: you know what I like they could be a friend at the end of the day like, and like it's don't be af- and girl. if someone
0: is like not into it and denies you or whatever what like who cares you will never see that person you'll again. never see them again and then you get it over with you yeah. get rejected and you're fine yeah you know like so it's okay. just like who cares it was so funny i was at the farmer's re- market with my friend and we saw this cu- the cutest boy <laughs> like literally so cute had a beanie on he was tatted of course tall like blondish okay he had AirPods in and so that mm. should have been kind of like whatever we tried to like ask him a question like we were like, next him in line at a booth we asked him a question he just does not even like look over just stares right ahead and we're like do you think he's like listening to something <laughs> and so like he i don't know maybe he ignored us but i'm guessing he just didn't hear us but it was like we were like fuck but we still tried you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the more you do it the more confident you'll get with You're time get so much again. the first few Numbers times game <laughs> and then you'll get good at it it's Whatever, just have, like it's better um, to be up front and also just be like, and it's just fun.
1: Like you get way more fun. comfortable talking to strangers too. Yeah, if you're getting coffee, talk yeah. to the person next to you. Yeah, if you, just that's the best. Talk place to the, to, the like, What did you order? You. Yes,
0: that's like the easiest thing. Ask them a random thing. Literally, Anything. literally
1: you're talking compliment
0: them on something that they have on or you know just find like a little talking point that'll intro you into a conversation with them and if it hits a dead end or if it like you know if it gets awkward whatever you will not see
1: them you never see them again but
0: then if it is going well be like hey i'd love to connect with you like what's your like instagram what's your number whatever yeah and then make a connection couldn't agree more you guys i just want to apologize for my voice sounding annoying as fuck and easily this episode so everyone set goals you're going to talk to the person in
1: line at coffee you're going to talk to four guys on friday at the bar or girls i need to stop saying guys just specifically because i know there are boys that listen are there shut out
0: i bet there's some ghost listeners ooh people who don't tell us that they listen or like secretly listen i want to make like so an you know, anonymous thing so people like,
1: can write an anonymous what if I like
0: i can actually see who listens on our back end our analytics ooh. pulls up your username so Mm. the boys
1: so we know who you are
0: it like pulls up their like exact location like we can see the street your ip address (laughs) (laughs) just kidding guys we can't see that keep listening please and (laughs) share with your friends all right guys i think that's all for this episode yeah short and sweet
1: thanks so much for sticking with us this long
0: yes thank you guys we love you um all right you guys don't forget to subscribe.
1: We need more people to subscribe Can here. You get,
0: I don't even know where the subscription list is, but wherever, like, I don't know what it actually <laughs> does, but I think if you subscribe, it It sends them directly to help your us. phone. If you subscribe, downloads it directly. downloads directly. And directly we when get we, more downloads when we post. Okay, cool. Everyone, please go subscribe to our pod. And don't forget to leave us a review. Five stars, please. Five stars only. And Say nice things. And follow us. Please follow us on all social media platforms. TikTok, we're at One Drink In. on... <laughs> OnlyFans. On Instagram. Oh my God. Can I talk about OnlyFans? Somehow? <laughs> okay, real quick. Okay, I think about OnlyFans like once a day, I think, because I mean, there's just no way majority of girls have not thought about it yet. Yeah. Because like these girls are just making so, so much, yeah, money, so much and money. And it's you're posting your bikini pictures for free on Instagram. Yeah. Might as well get paid for it. But it's just because there's like a stigma around it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like... Would you really care if you knew? If you knew by doing this, you would have like your dream car, your dream apartment. If you knew you were going to get a guaranteed amount of money or something, I think most girls would be like, fuck yeah, I would do it. But it's like so... I feel like like there's so
1: much fuzziness though about like what they actually sell versus what they promote that they sell. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What you see may or may not
0: be... They they probably sell
1: more than that. But like... Oh, I
0: bet most people are posting way less than people assume.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think people people assume it's the worst. Yeah, I think
0: people assume it's full nudity all the time or like crazy weird shit. I think there's definitely levels of it where it's like,
1: Oh, there's, there's price points too. If anyone is
0: on OnlyFans, <laughs> um, like even if it's like you're secretly on OnlyFans and you're not like publicly open about it, DM me because I have questions. I am curious also, and I... Send
1: us your questions. Maybe we'll just...
0: Should we bring, we bring someone yeah, on let's that's just bring someone fans, on. Girl? Like we know plenty and of And like ask all the questions of like, yes. what do you really, what, what really do you goes do? down in your messages? Yes. How much are you charging? How much are you making? Yeah what's okay. the tax situation oh man like i have okay. so many questions let's about it let's do that
1: that'll be fun we can do a fun guest on that and then we'll make a prompt so you guys can write in all your questions that you have too cool follow us on all social media platforms
0: our only fans handle is <laughs> at one drink just kidding guys okay but yes definitely follow us on all our social platforms tiktok at one drink in instagram at one drink dot in and then don't forget to subscribe leave us a review five stars please um leave us a comment whatever positive only <laughs> Only totally um, And follow our personal shit too. Thank you. All right,
1: love you guys. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said.